everyone. Hello. A now, day late. Apologies. There we are as people. There's a good reason. Listen. But such a good okay. reason. God forbid we left the house. Right? Well, truth be told, I'm not doing it ever again. So <laughs> I don't think we'll be allowed to do it ever again. Well, I yeah, look. It was um, a good it was a good day and a good night. I I'm taking your word for it because I don't remember a thing. <laughs> So on Saturday we had we both do Pilates and we had our Pilates Studios Christmas show mm-hmm. and it was they pick like you go to the studio a bus picks us up takes us down to a winery in McLaren Vale few hours there and then it was supposed to be like kick-ons at the studio yeah right we go on this little wine adventure right we we'll get mm-hmm. there and there's a few there's some free drinks right mm-hmm. didn't really know what to expect going into it. Mm-hmm. So we're drinking, whatever. We get chatting to a few different people. The wine was just flowing it, really nicely, you know. And there was a lot of different kinds of wine, which I think was my downfall. Yeah, and we're not really wine people. I think no. that doesn't help. Like, we don't know what's going on. So we're like, yeah, yeah we'll ta- taste one of everything. So First mistake. Got a bit rowdy. At one point, there was, like, speeches and awards. I know I was a menace during that. And I know I was barking like a dog. And every time someone got like announced for an award, Dana could be like, <laughs> and there was this guy. I don't know if you saw him. There was this guy that was standing near us, and every time you would bark, he'd like he was smiling, but he'd look over and be like, "I <laughs> in the bin." Oh, it was funny no. though, but like. They gave an award to every single person that works at the Pilates studio and a few other people, which, okay, that's that's all well and good, but is it really an award thing if everyone gets one? Yeah. And it just went on forever and, like, at this point people had been drinking. There wasn't a thing. Another random thing that happened, someone flew in on a helicopter. Yeah. Nothing to do with what we were there for, but no. there was, like, a whole helicopter moment. I thought that, like, Jason Statham was coming to this winery. <laughs> I was like, what is going on right now? Um, obviously, we had naturally had a photo shoot in front of the helicopter. Um, so that happened. And then we're on the bus, a bit rowdy on the bus. Go oh, back man. to the Pilates studio, which I don't know, like lovely people, mm-hmm. right? lovely people, just not my type of people, like mm-hmm. very different. I don't think we have a whole lot in common. I... <laughs> remember any of this <laughs> everyone we spoke to divorced yeah like early mid-30s they were divorced and they they were like yeah my partner of 12 15 years we're now divorced i'm like okay Do we remember the reasons why they divorced did we divulge into that one was got caught messaging girls on snapchat <gasps> naughty boy right? another one was it was mutual they felt that they just okay. went separate ways yeah and the, i can't remember the third one that we came across there was a third one there was a third one wow. yeah okay so <clears throat> yeah that was that was interesting and they were playing like drinking games anyway danica like unknown to me i mean i probably should have seen this the warning signs already blackout i know right? that's not even a word of a lie i was paralytic right paralytic meanwhile <laughs> this is actually an uh quite a twist of events mm. right because you're blackout paralytic mm. i'm drunk but i'm she's a good, a drunk. good level of drunk I'm, she was great yeah I yeah, was yeah. Holding credit, my own. credit where right. it's due anyway as soon as i'm you know in that 
in that kind of vibe, I'm like, I want to go to shotguns. I want to dance. I want country and I want dance. So convinced Danica and this one other girl that we were with, Mel, I was like, get an Uber. Mm. We're going to shotguns. This was like 6.37. And people were like, why are you going so early? And I was like, A, I'm not having a vibe at this Mm. studio. I don't want to play. I don't don't like playing drinking games. Mm -hmm. Didn't want to do that. I don't know. Just Then I was like. Also, shotguns gets really busy really early. So if we want a table, yeah. which it's only fun if you really have a spot to sit, mm-hmm. we need to get there mm-hmm. early. Anyway, so we get an Uber. Danica and I, like, first of all, we get into the Uber. Someone's son, someone's 13-year-old son is sat in the corner. I thought it was the driver's son, right? He's just <laughs> on his phone, nothing. Anyway, he was getting dropped off somewhere else. I didn't realize we were in like a... Like a shared. A shared Uber, because I didn't book it, Mel booked yeah. it. But anyway, that was a whole thing. And then, so we're all squished into this Uber. Me and Danica, it's just silence in this Uber. Like, this man is playing, like... I reckon I fell asleep at one point. I'm like this. Even I'm like... (laughs) My eyes... I was fighting it. Fighting for my life. (laughs) Anyway, we finally get there. Get out. We get straight in. Managed to get somewhere to sit. And then we managed to end up get a booth. I even ordered chips. I was like, let's get fries. Mm. Order Mm. fries and drinks. Whatever. And I don't recall you eating any of the chips, right? I couldn't. Meanwhile, I'm shoveling fries <laughs> into my mouth, right? And the sauce was like kind of spicy and I'm like, like shoving yeah. it into my mouth. From this point, just tell me the night like as if I wasn't there. Okay. Well, technically you weren't well, because well. it wasn't. So we were sitting at a bar. Then we sat down at this, like we managed to get a booth and Mel's like trying to convince Danica that you were going to get a second win. Yeah. She's like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just you'll drink some a- water. Just have some chips. And I'm yeah. like. I'm seeing double of yeah. you right now. Yeah. This isn't happening. I'm like, I need to go. <laughs> I go to Caitlin. I'm like, I need to go home. <laughs> I know. And so Danica <laughs> goes outside to get fresh air. Okay. Now, if Danica ever leaves, you're. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm not coming. I'm not there coming is back. no fresh air. Okay. No. <laughs> right. This dead. woman's getting enough yeah. fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> and then you text. So you went outside. Yeah. And you text me and you went, I'm going home. I'm in an Uber. I'm Good. going home. Goodbye. I have no idea how I booked that Uber and how the Uber, how I typed my address. And like got into the right Uber as well. He, I remember him being like, (laughs) can you read out the code on your app? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I start reading out this number. He's like, that's my number plate. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) sorry, sir. (laughs) I fell asleep the whole entire Uber and I woke up just as he was sliding into the street and I was like, Thank you for your patronage, sir. So she basically time traveled home. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. When you text me, I was like, "That's so fine. Like you do." <laughs> you lucky. But you know what's really impressive is the fact that I got myself home when I was that fucked up. Yeah. And I showered. I woke wow. up and my eyelashes were off. My earrings were off. My makeup Damn. was washed off. You didn't. You didn't visibly come across as as drunk. Oh, good. As you felt. Oh, good. Right. Like when because in the get- videos you sent me. See, you looked. I you was so loud. <laughs> yeah. So see, this loud. is the difference, right? When Danica gets blackout drunk, she's like barking at everyone and so loud, right? <laughs> I get blackout drunk. My eyes. I look like a pug, <laughs> like a a pug that's got some sort of viral infection, and my eyes start crossing over, and I get like really bulgy <laughs> eyes, and I just fall asleep everywhere. <laughs> so, so you left. Yep. Right. So then. I haven't actually told you about the no. night because I wanted to keep it anyway. Yeah. So me and Mel were sat in the booth yep. just chilling, whatever. There was like people playing darts near us when mm-hmm. you were there. Those people 
like kind of left because this other group of guys came in and started playing darts right and one of them i was like this man <laughs> is my stunning <laughs> right now i don't know how tall he was because i never once stood up near him he like kind of shaved head kind of thing mm-hmm. now i get i was drunk so he probably didn't actually look like this but he was giving travis kelsey vibes <laughs> right like a little bit bigger okay like was wearing a really nice flannelette yeah. like open thing okay. like shaved head whatever yeah. like and just giving off a good energy yeah. Okay. right yeah so i say to mel i'm like that man stunning mm-hmm. like i'm obsessed with this man i'm like watching him play darts or whatever anyway mel was i reckon mel visibly f- seemed more drunk than what you did okay. at this point yeah right but she was somehow kicking on right yeah so she was like, I'll get his attention, mm-hmm. right? And so where she's sitting, there's Bear, like a, Bearing in mind, Mel is like a blonde, skinny... Petite. Yeah. Yeah, gorge, yeah, yeah. right? Gorgeous, out gorgeous girl, yeah. There's like this kind of like half wall next to Mel and he, they've got their drinks mm-hmm. up there and he's like drinking this one drink, right? She knocks it over. No. <laughs> so and I, don't, I don't know the logic behind it, but she like went to steal his drink. We had no intention of like drinking his drink like yeah. doing nothing yeah. with it. i don't know it was just we were yeah. drunk yeah. we were trying to get their attention be flirty whatever yeah. so she picked up his drink and she's moving so slow like the sloth <laughs> from like zootopia because she's so drunk and i'm watching her and then i watch every single person that he's with <laughs> make eye contact with us as we're doing this and i go like this i go <laughs> and i just like you know when you're drunk you kind of freeze i'm just yeah. covering my mouth like i'm in shot and i'm like mel anyway so then it was really hard to explain to these people that, no, we weren't trying to steal your drink. Anyway, they were like, they were fine. They were like having a laugh, whatever. But they were, I think they were a bit confused. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Anyway, I'd, I was like, I need a new drink anyway. Mel needed a new drink. So I was like, I got up and I went to the bar to get drinks. There was not even a thought process in my mind. I just bought him like a drink for this guy, right? <laughs> Very generous of because you. Because I felt bad. Mm-hmm. I felt really mm-hmm. awkward and bad. And I was like, I know how I'll fix this. I'll buy him a drink. Yeah. So I bought him a drink. Yeah. Now, I have child hands, okay? So I can't do that fancy thing people three, do and carry the three thing. hand, yeah, the no. three drinks. So I've got one drink <laughs> up against my chest and it's like, I'm wearing a white shirt and just drinks are sloshing left, right and center, right? People could probably see that I was like in need of help because I was like parting the crowd like the Red Sea. So... I get back to the thing. None of them are paying attention. I put the drink up there, right? He turns around at some point and he sees the drink and he looks at me and Mel and he's like, whatever. And I was like, yeah, we, I bought you that drink because I wanted to say sorry. Like, and then I explained to him, I was like, we weren't trying to steal your drink or like do anything weird with your drink. We were just trying to flirt and it was just, we were dumb, like just whatever. Anyway, so then they all started being like, oh, Anyway, Mel was like, they will sit with us. They're not going to leave. They will sit with us, right? Mm. Anyway, there was like, I don't even remember. I remember like little conversations or whatever. And then sure enough, they ended up sitting at the barrel that we first sat at, which was across from the booth that we were sitting at at this point. So they were sat there. There was him and three other guys around his age. And then there was this older guy, right? Anyway, the older guy sat at our booth specifically, right? Because there was heaps of room. I don't because he didn't think anything of it. He was giving anyway. I started chatting to him, and he was 
Travis Kelsey, like we'll call him Travis Kelsey. He was his father-in-law. Oh. Right? So oh. he starts telling me that, oh, that's right. Because he, he was like, oh, are you the girls that bought him a drink? Yeah. And then I like told him the whole story. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah. He was like, oh, well, he's married to my daughter, right? And I was like, oh, well, like. Fair. I didn't know. Fair. Like, I was like, I'm <laughs> game on, like whatever. Like, you know, egg on my face. Um, it's like showing me photos and stuff. Were they cute together? Well, he was showing me photos of him and I think it's their son. So oh. they must have a kid together. Oh, right. Okay. I think, or right. it's like his right. his nephew or something. Okay, yep. Showing me photos. And then, so he's, then one of the other ones was a, um, the dude's son was with them. Like the, so this old guy, his name was oh, Ed he, or something, yeah, right? Ed. Yeah, so, so the wife's brother. Yeah, yep. right. Yep, and yep. then like another guy and then this other one was like a cousin right so okay they're all family yeah Yeah. all family they'd been at the adelaide 500 all day yeah me and this dude got like chatting he kind of reminded me of someone that i know um and and we we just got chatting i don't know like i was literally just chatting to this old mate ed for like hours having a good old yarn or whatever then he like because we were obviously joking that we were trying to flirt with this other dude and he ended up being married or whatever Anyway, he was like, oh, but the cousin is single, whatever. Mm-hmm. So then he had the cousin come sit down with me and Mel mm-hmm. and we were like chatting for ages, mm-hmm. whatever. Conversations like nothing, neither here nor there. Anyway, so I'm sitting there and Travis Kelsey's sitting across at the barrel, right? And didn't really engage with him at all or have any conversation. Anyway, I've got my sonnies, right? Always have my sonnies Always. on Always. Right? And he gets up and he comes and stands at the thing and he's like taking his sonnies off. And he's, like, gesturing, like, let's swap sunnies. Anyway, I think I was trying to play it cool or whatever. And so I was, like, being, like, put yours on the table and then I'll give you my – I don't know. I was like, don't steal my sunnies. They're from Cotton On. They're, like, 10 bucks, right? So we swap sunnies. And then he's wearing my sunnies. I'm wearing his sunnies. I'm, like – at this point, the music started getting really good, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, fucking vibing myself Mm -hmm. in this booth with these sunnies on. And then I thought – I was, like, wow – I'm in love. This we've swapped sunnies. <laughs> this is a love story. This is how love stories get written, right? <laughs> and then, like chatting to this dude or whatever, ended up getting the number of the cousin, mm-hmm. right? And then they went to leave. It was like eleven thirty at this point, and then they got up to leave or whatever. And Travis Kelsey gets up, and we like exchange sunnies back or whatever. Kisses me on the cheek, but like it was. It was like out of a book. But keep in mind, I'm drunk. Like, I'm so drunk. Like <laughs> literally obsessed. someone blinked at me You're and obsessed. I was like, wow, this is a fairy tale. Right. And then he kissed Mel on the cheek as well. I think he was just being very, mm-hmm. I don't know. It mm-hmm. was whatever. Broke my heart. And then <laughs> they left or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And then me and Mel ended up getting up. We're on the dance floor, dancing for a bit. And then the cousin texts me mm-hmm. and he goes something like, hey, get Mel's number from Caitlin. And I wrote back and I went, That was the cousin. This is the worst first message I've ever received from Caitlin. <laughs> right? And he's like, Yeah, it is, or something. And then 20 minutes goes by and I haven't responded. And he's like, Mel's number. And I wrote back and said, Bro, Weasel. Ne- you got to try harder next time. Fucking and weasel. And that was it. I, I was like, no. Oh, no, don't forget. He sent a thumbs up. Oh, yeah. He sent a thumbs up. Right. Because I'm like, if you- I don't care that he wanted her number. Yeah. But I'm like, 
Uh, like even Graft just a little ask bit. nicely. Yeah, just, don't be a fuckwit about it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was that not like, do I look like Yellow Pages? Yeah, truly. Anyway, so we were dancing. We're in like that main room for a bit, and then there was like men just flocking towards Mel, like left, right, and center. And then the music started to not get as good. And it's like twelve thirty at this point, mm-hmm. and in my head, I'm like, I'm still drunk, but I'm like telling myself nothing good happens after midnight it's so true right it's so true and i was like i could feel it anyway so i ended up saying to mom like, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and she was like stay stay so i stayed for like 10 more minutes or something i was like no nah, i'm gonna i'm gonna go goodbye so then i boosted hopped out, of on out of there hopped on out of there got an uber was mm-hmm. home at like quarter to past one mm-hmm. and that was the night stunning so you didn't really miss a lot like no you just missed i feel like i would have just sat there yeah. I wouldn't have been able to chat to anyone. Yeah. It was it was only like they were fun because I yeah. thought Travis Kelsey was there, hot or whatever. There was a thing, yeah. But then that was it. Mm. There was no other hotties. No other hotties. No other hotties were out. You know what that story does remind me of? I feel like going out would be a whole different experience if you were like short and blonde or like yeah. just like the epiphany of... Like we're having two different the, experiences. The epitome experiences. of like the Aussie boys dream. Yeah. Really. We're definitely having different experiences when we go yeah. out. But that's, but do you know you what? You know what I mean? I don't necessarily hate it because we get left alone. So yes. we can, we can <laughs> no just. No one approaches us. We can just have fun. <laughs> yeah. We can have a laugh. Yeah. Like no one's trying to spike our drinks. So true. Like we're having a safe fun night. We're having a safe fun night. <laughs> we can just live in our own little bubble, which is fun. Um, And I think if like when we actually do try and engage with people, like people, they're not being rude to us being like fuck you whatever like people talk to us get away from me ugly (laughs) that's not happening but so i'm not mad about it but it it was a good night i had fun yeah oh good yeah and Mm. now i'll forever have this little fun when i met travis kelsey little memory i can guarantee if i saw him again sober he would look nothing like travis kelsey at all (laughs) nothing but in that moment i need visuals and it was magical so there oh, and fun. that is why we didn't record at our normal time and yeah. post at our normal time because hanging out our asshole on sunday yeah listen we don't go out enough to no we really don't we really don't so yeah good night though yep fun time um i have been making a few notes okay right Brilliant. so there's been some like pop culture news this mm-hmm. week Light right? on me. first of all so schoolies was not the weekend, just gone. Mm-hmm. The one before, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, some schoolies runs through the week. Did you see on TikTok there was a video going around mm. of two people fucking in the corner at schoolies of a silent disco? No. So imagine this, right? <laughs> you know those big six foot fences that they have around events, kind yeah. of thing, right? Okay, come here. So they had there. There's like these fences, and there's like they obviously meet into a corner, right? And mm-hmm. these there's like there's literally like a light going into his so it's like pretty bright mm-hmm. right and then there's all hoarding around it in the video you see the girl is like they have their silent disco things on and they've got sunnies on or whatever she's gorilla gripping <laughs> the fence right she's in the corner gorilla gripping like either fence okay and they are full going at it right in the middle of school <laughs> and there's like seven security going up to them being like enough cut the cameras cut the fucking camera and then they just stop as if nothing happened 
It was, it's going everywhere. It's, it's the <laughs> wildest video you'll ever see. What? Yeah. And then people were making videos going to the spot and like filming TikToks <laughs> at like in the corner. It's like a whole thing, like a search thing on TikTok, like the corner at schoolies. How wild is that? Oh my God. Right. How crazy. The internet's wild. I didn't go to schoolies, did you? I did. You know what I did and instead? you didn't miss anything. What? I watched Twilight in the cinema seven times. <laughs> Like, I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. I feel like that says a lot about that's, who we are. Yeah, that's the kind of teenager I was. I feel so. like he didn't really miss anything. Like, I remember the festival was shit. So shit. I went yeah. one night and I was like, nah, this is not a vibe. Just, yeah, no, the sort of camping and like. Yeah, See, we were no. like the people that I was friends with. One of them, her family friends or something had a giant house near Victor. So we were lucky enough to stay there. Mm-hmm. And then like her older brother and all his friends like kind of stayed right. with us so we had a big yeah. group and that made it fun like yeah. we had more fun at the house and there was so many of us and then other groups kept coming to our house and stuff that you always just had someone different yeah to hang out with kind yeah. of thing but the festival itself was shit i was just really lucky yeah, that we had okay. it yeah. was like a good group kind of thing so look it's not like a core memory by any means yeah but it's a rite of passage though isn't it yeah mm. i it's not i wouldn't be like recommending people go to school is because i think you could just have more fun doing other things Mm, so true um but so thanksgiving was this week as well right and the nfl do it like a thanksgiving performance Mm -hmm. i want you to search on your phone on tiktok jack harlow nfl thanksgiving performance okay hang on so they had jesus christ so they had jack harlow perform and they had Dolly Parton performed as well. God bless. Right. But Jack Harlow's, they, NFL the stage was made with $10, I reckon. <laughs> like the props. Oh. It is the most awkward thing you'll ever see. Oh, okay. Why is it made out of crepe paper? Thank you. Paper mache. Yeah. Why is he coming out of a snow? A and he just has some random person with him. <laughs> Right. Who is this? <laughs> That's us doing anything together. <laughs> Who is this person? Right. No. It's so awkward. No. Anyway, oh, it got a lot of flack online. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> that is budget. Right. Budget direct. That's me uh, <laughs> trying to do anything in my house. <laughs> oh, my days. How bad? I don't reckon. I reckon he would have been pissed. That looks like, you know, how when you have like um, family Christmas and you and your cousin make a dance. Yeah. And then you perform bit. it in front of your family, like after lunch. <laughs> yeah. That's what that looks yeah, like. Literally. It's like, um, what was it? Sophia and Anna Grace or whatever. <laughs> That's what it's like. Only Sophia would ever actually see. Why did they not have money? Who knows? Yeah, right. It's so bad. And then they were only promoting the Dolly Parton performance because I think they realized how bad. I know, right? It's the NFL as well. Like, you can surely afford. Yeah, 100%. Or, like, if you can't do the igloo kind of vibe right. Just have a normal stage. Yeah. It, why Why snow? It looks like they set up a tent, right, from Kathmandu down one end, spray painted it white, put down some, like, crepe paper. Yeah. and Or, like, a tarp. Yeah. And was like, this feels like an igloo. <laughs> so <laughs> rough. 
there's more there's more news there, but out, wait coming out of the sporting more. world this one is going to rock you okay give it to me okay so you know josh giddy yes right? yeah okay With- i think i know that okay okay keep right. going though keep going Keep going. Big Josh Giddy fans. Yeah. Like, yeah. Great basketball Love. player. Came from the 36ers. Love the OKC. Represent. Yeah. Yeah. It's come out this week. He's a naughty boy. That Josh Giddy has been sleeping with kitties. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. So. Giddy loves kitties. Allegedly. <laughs> Photos and videos were leaked this week. No. Of him with this girl. No. And it's come out that she's she's definitely in high school. She's like either 15 or 16, right? Lord have mercy. Right? Like some pretty damning stuff. And it's come out and it's like. How old is he? He'd be 21 this year, I reckon. Or early next year he turns 21. Right, and it's just it's a rough watch, right? When I saw the news, right, someone messaged me and was mm. like, "Oh my god!" And I, I was shook. I was like, "Not, not just Josh Giddy. Like, yeah. you can't trust anyone." Yeah, you know what? I reckon I saw the headline on the way to shotguns, and I, <laughs> I places. looked at my phone. And I was like, "That's crazy." Well, I'll be damned. Uh, I will revisit that. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> yeah, and it's like leaked Snapchat and videos. Like he sent a video to his brother and was like, he puts on this really weird accent. Like, you know how Ariana Grande used to get trolled for like putting on, what is it called? Like a black scent or something? Yeah. It's kind of giving okay. those kind of vibes. And he's like, um, just leaving the club <laughs> with my girl. And, like, and then he'd be like, um, I'm going to take good care of you, of your sister. She's my girl. And shit like, it's so weird. It's the weird. It's actually very cringe. That's yucky. Um, but the NBA are doing a full investigation. There's no police involved, but the NBA are doing an investigation. Right. So what, what happens? I mean, I, I believe mm. nothing's going to happen. I think it's just going to, but I think the statement will be that the NBA have investigated it. Josh Giddy will probably be like suspended or given a fine or something along those lines. Right. And then he will do a statement saying, Oh, like I did wrong. I reckon he's going to deny knowing her real age. Yeah. Do you reckon he knew her real age? I personally think she looks young. I think You'd she looks like know, a high schooler. Right? You'd have right? to know. There is video of them two in clubs together. So there's no doubt that she's using a fake ID, yeah. right? So she could have lied, but she looks young. She doesn't, doesn't look 21. No, she yeah. looks young, right? So, but I think he's going to deny knowing her real age. And I think he'll go like lock down his socials kind of thing. Like he used to always post tiktoks to this one sound and it was like um something like give me a shot give me a shot like Mm. and um basically being like i don't know like my girl leaves you on red or something like give me i need a shot give me a shot Mm -hmm. anyway very dramatic i think he's gonna stop posting on social media Mm -hmm. besides like basketball stuff and then he'll just go silent and then in a few months, everyone will be over it. No mm-hmm. one will even remember 
what's happened. Mm. So interesting. Because I feel like if it was going to be like if something huge was going to happen with it, the police would have been involved. Yeah. For it to only be an NBA investigation, I just I don't know. I personally don't see mm. anything crazy happening, but I could yeah. be wrong. Um, who knows? But they were my updates that I had for you. Interesting. That I wanted to get your reactions on. Okay, I'm glad. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for sharing with me. Otherwise, have you seen Matt Rife? I I haven't seen it, but I've seen it circulating. And I have thoughts without actually watching a single bit of his Netflix special. Well, I've watched half of it, I reckon I watched. Okay. And so Matt Rife, who he blew up on TikTok during COVID, he's a comedian he's like 28 or something american and he blew up because of his crowd work like his crowd Mm -hmm. work's been like really really good right he has built this huge following on socials like i think on tiktok he has like 18 million followers right Mm -hmm. he this week released his very first netflix special or maybe it was like last week right now right Mm -hmm. i can't believe it's taken him this long to get a netflix special right i always thought he had one but anyway yeah he's had like his own like on like youtube or whatever Mm. but first netflix special so his netflix special comes out it's a big deal because he has a huge following like i said and it's primarily women so because this man like is seemingly gorgeous right seemingly gorgeous yeah he's really funny with his crowd work so this like easily like everyone was talking about it right Mm -hmm. so obviously all these people particularly women have gone to go watch his special because they're like oh matt rife i like him he's quite funny Mm -hmm. The show starts and he opens with a joke talking about how he went to a restaurant with a friend and the hostess that was serving them had like a black eye. And he was like, you know, it's one of those black eyes kind of thing. And he was saying to his or his friend was saying to him or they were saying like, um, oh, I can't believe like she's the face. They have her out here and she's the face. And then his friend's like, oh, I feel kind of bad for her. Like they should put her in the kitchen or something um because of her eye and then matt rife goes if she was good in the kitchen if she could cook she wouldn't have the black eye in the first place right anyway so opens a show with a domestic violence joke when you have primarily a female audience and read the fucking room (laughs) guess what shock horror it didn't land so he's been receiving huge criticism all over the internet in like all the media about it it's been really bad and then he apparently i was reading he did an interview prior to it coming out like when he was doing like the promo for or whatever um and it was with variety and he said how even though he has a female audience this special was to appeal to both men and women like it wasn't to pander to women and this these are like direct quotes so he said one of the biggest misconceptions of things I get ridiculed online for is people are like, oh, he only has a female fan base. In the beginning, yes, because I did blow up on TikTok, which is very female dominant. So I get that perspective. But when you come to the shows, I mean, it's 50-50. It's couples coming out. It's groups of dudes who are coming. And that's one thing that I wanted to tackle in this special was showing people that like, despite what you think about me online, I don't pander my career to women. I would argue this special is way more for guys okay guys that hit their partners i don't understand i mean apparently so 
I was like, I was deep diving into this earlier this week because I was super interested. And there's one girl on TikTok, Drew Afualo. Yeah, love her. She's so funny. Love her. Love her. And so she she has a big following and she's known for like ripping into men who attack her because she gets a lot of hate from men online. Anyway, so she was like ripping into them. So all of her followers were like begging her to comment on this. And this statement that she said, this is so funny to me. She made, yeah, she goes, if I'm telling jokes and the only people laughing with me are men whose whereabouts on January 6th are currently in question, someone check me into a fucking hospital, bitch. <laughs> and I thought that was, that was funnier than Matt Rife's entire Netflix special. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Because this is the other thing, right? It wasn't even funny. No. Right? And I think the DV thing in itself, there is probably no way that you could really make that funny. But there are other things that, Anyway, I'm pretty tolerant, right? Yeah. I watched, from what I watched of his special, nothing was funny. Yeah. It was all really awkward. His delivery isn't that strong. Yeah. And compared to his crowd work, his stand-up comedy is just not, it's just not at a level that you would expect it to be. like, I'm sorry, if you're trying to appeal to a bigger audience, regardless of that though, if the only, if your opening joke, right? Yeah is going to be about domestic violence. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but you're just not funny. If that's right. all you've got. Right. And Drew made another interesting point, which I would agree with. So having a female audience, right, that is one of the most powerful things you can build Why online. Why is it a fucking right? bad thing? Well, what people don't realise, and she pointed this out, is a lot of brands and, like, organisations, they – because women, they're the ones that usually make decisions. Like, mm. even behind the scenes, they'll mm. make the decisions, they'll buy the things, and they set – trends Mm. right they're the ones that Mm. decide what's cool what's trendy Mm. what's not right Mm. so brands look for people that have like dominant female audiences Mm. unless like obviously there's going to be some occasions where it's like a men's product or something right but in most cases having a really strongly engaged women focused or female orientated audience is a huge draw card for getting like brand deals and stuff and he's like what if i just fucking shat on that but like what is wrong with having a female dominant fan base? Right. Like I just I do not understand why he got so butthurt that everyone was pointing that out. Like own it. Fucking yeah, own right? it. Women are sick. Like <laughs> I know, and like how many male comedians have a strong female none. audience? None. Exactly. Well none now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> none now. Oh my goodness. I just I don't understand the whole masculinity thing of like, oh like Yeah gotta make jokes about the women it's so weird and because then in the special so he starts with that and then he goes into talking like making more jokes at the expense of women this one wasn't like this one wasn't so bad because he was just taking the piss about people who were into astrology and like who keep crystals and he was like you know um mercury in retrograde isn't your issue like you you just make bad decisions as it is i've butchered it but like that stuff it was still not overly funny like it was just their average but and even though that was harmless and like that's totally fine kind of thing it was still like it was very like digging at women shit on women yeah which i think no one would like you wouldn't focus on that if the dv stuff didn't come yeah first kind of thing grow the fuck up 
I was like reading a pedestrian article about it as well. And the journalist who wrote it at the end goes, if Matt Rife wants to be another white misogynistic male comedian, he can be my fucking guest. But he'll definitely have a lot more competition in that space than he would if he was the witty, charming comedian who women loved. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Be different. Oh, my days. But again, like kind of like the giddy thing, right? I don't think this is actually going to really change his career for the bad, right? Because... Mm. He'll just him and other comedians who they will back, back him. Yeah. They'll just go. If you can't take a joke, if you're offended by a joke, don't come to a comedy show. Like, don't yeah. watch a comedy special. Like, that's yeah. always the fallback, right? Yeah. It's never like. Do you know what would be really impressive is if he came out and he said, "You know what? It actually wasn't that funny, and I missed the mark." Yeah. Own it. Oh my god. I can own it. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with being like, you know what? I actually did miss the mark there. Yeah. I would actually quite appreciate that. Yeah. I think it takes a lot for yeah. someone to say that. A hundred percent. Like absolutely everybody makes mistakes, but no, you rarely see someone own up to it. Right. Particularly with comedy as well. Like I've had it where obviously I'm not on a fucking comedy stage as a stand-up comedian where like you'll do be. Do you think you could do stand-up comedy? Nah. No. I don't think, I think I'm better when I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But like I'll have it where. I'll be in some kind of setting and you're trying to be funny or you kind of are being funny and then you'll just say something you've just completely missed the mark, mm. right? I've It's happened to me. I'll do it all the time, mm. right? And so it's okay. Like people miss the mark, mm. right? Mm. But just own up to it exactly. kind of thing. So I think his career will be fine. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like, are we shocked? No, the man looks like he would spit on me in public. I mean, um, a, yeah. But still disappointing. <laughs> yeah, it was disappointing because we thought we had one and he did this, but that's okay. <sighs> it's always the hotties, isn't it? It always, they can't be trusted. No. No so. one, no man, no man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, sum, that's the, like, synopsis of every episode. Like, we Don't get to the end men. and we're like, well, it's been Again. another week of looking women and we found nothing. Case in point. <laughs> Case in point. Till next week. Keep your doors locked and your shutters down. <laughs> At all times. Oh. Yikes. Yeah. So that's disappointing. But on a lighter note, mm. you read a book this week. I read a book, everyone. Look here. Yes, she did. Yeah. Love it. Oh, that's going to be fun to try and edit. Enjoy that. When you do that. Um. So this week I read Sally Hepworth's Darling Girls. So this is her latest release. And I am a slut for Sally. Yeah. I must admit. She writes a good book. They're easy to get through. They're easy to churn. Mm -hmm. And the ones that I have read have had good plot twists in them. Yeah. Real life. It's just thriller kind of vibes. Yeah. You know what I love as well? I love that all of the um, front covers kind of have a similar theme. Mm -hmm. They all kind of look similar. Love that. Yeah. Love the consistency. Agreed. Now, in saying that, though, didn't love this book, didn't hate it. Okay. What's it about? What's... So it's about these three sisters and they're, they're not biological sisters. They're foster sisters. So they go, and, yeah. they go through the foster system, foster system together mm-hmm. at um, kind of like this ranch. Um, and they get notified by the police that they've found bones underneath the house that they grew up in. Right. And it's like a mystery about who the bones belong to and like what tra- what trauma they went through while they were living at the house. So it's kind of like flashing forward and back. 
mm. over time. And you get like halfway through the book and you think you know who the bones belong to. And then you get to the second half of the book and you find out that, oh, it's not who you thought it was, but who it was is a bit anticlimactic. Right. Okay. It's a bit predictable. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I don't really want to – do I want to spoil it? No, I don't spoil no. it. I feel like it's not good enough to spoil. No. <laughs> like – and then you get to the last chapter and the last chapter has a plot twist, but it's not really like – I didn't care for it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't care for it. Um. So I got to the end and I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Well, my jaw's not on the floor. Yeah. But I read it in like two or three days. Yeah. That's so good. so it was an easy one. Because Sally, she wrote The Soulmate and that yep. was that one about that couple that lived near the cliff. Yes. Right. So that one was a really good one. I really liked See, that one. I feel like I didn't predict the plot twist mm. in that one, but that was kind of similar where I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that one hit me a bit more than what this did. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it's... Like, it touches on the foster system and, like, some dodgy shit that takes place there. Mm. But it just doesn't hit the mark. Yeah. It just doesn't hit the mark. So I'm currently reading now um, Divine Rivals. I'm, like, maybe 70 pages in. Yeah. Love that. Okay, good. I'm loving it. Nice. I'm loving it at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, well, I'm going to spoil this one. <laughs> <laughs> Iris's mum just died. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, I know how crazy. Oh, poor little thing. cherub. Yeah. And Romans like, lol, I'm engaged. Yeah. To to this blue woman. Yeah. <laughs> this blue veiny woman. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see what happens in that book. Divine Rivals is good. It's just, good. Yeah, I just – I want to churn through that. It's definitely – because people say if you like Iron Flame, read Divine Rivals. I've Or not Iron Flame, but Fourth Wing. Yeah. I think Fourth Wing was – I personally liked Fourth Wing a lot more than I liked Divine Rivals, but Divine Rivals was still good. Like if you're looking for that like like enemies to lovers, like yeah. fantasy itch, I this feel is like, good. Yeah, I feel like Div- Divine Rivals isn't as fantasy as what Fourth Wing is. It – it, yeah, it's like it's, it doesn't have like dragons and shit in it. You know what I mean? No, it's but like there's elements yeah, of it. Yeah, in there. Yeah. Um. It just feels like a normal world with magic in it. Yeah, like an olden day. Yeah, it's giving like Oliver Twist, but if yeah. everyone could do, ma- but it's not even like people can do magic. No, it's like th- some things are magical. It just moves on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> me trying to come up with a story. Right? Yeah. Like it just happens. Yeah. So this book. I would give, I think on Goodreads, I gave it like a three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd probably give it a two and a half. I don't even think I'd give it a three to be fair. Yeah. So, yes. Nice. Mm. I'm, I'm reading A Court of Mist and Fury. So the second in the Akatar yep. series. I would be 400 pages in now out of like 600 and something. Is this 600 pages? No, mm. that font is fucking tiny for it to be. It is. Because it's like this size, hey. Or maybe a little bit bigger. No, it's definitely thicker than that. But it's smaller. Like I've got, yeah. you know how this yeah. is smaller. But that, it's thicker. Oh my God. Yeah. You are churning through the big books. It's, oh my God. It took a bit to get into. I reckon this one took me, it's taken me probably 200 pages. It's not that it wasn't good, but just nothing was really happening yeah. that I was like, oh my God, I yeah. love this. And that now, was me with Court of Thorns and Roses. That took a while to get through. And then when I 
got to a point where I was like, okay, something's happening. I got bored again. And I was like, yeah. oh, God. I can see why people say the first one. Like now that I've I've read so much of the second mm. one, I'm like, the second one is definitely way better than the first yeah, one. Yeah, right. But this is why, okay? So <laughs> in the books, you have Freya is the main character, right? Freya is the main character. She's female, whatever. And then you've got like these fairies, high fae, right? Trust me, I wasn't sold on the whole fucking concept <laughs> myself, but you just got to go with it, right? Think it, of like the rock in the tooth fairy. That's what I picture. <laughs> I just, just a man with wings. With I just, little, yeah, you, you, it does grow on you. Little fairy right? wings. <laughs> but book one is heavily focused on Freya and then this high fae name, like fairy guy, Tamlin, who if anyone has seen, there's like this guy on TikTok and he's like ripped. I think his name's Gabe or something. He's like ripped and like really tall, really long blonde hair. And he just dances in like anywhere and everywhere. He's giving that kind of vibe. The right? issue with A Court of Thorns and Roses was that they made the main male character blonde. And he was like nice. Yeah, nice, a nice and blonde. blonde boy. And that, I'm like, this isn't doing it for me. Yeah. Right? And then you kind of, you get a little bit of this bad guy named Risend or Reese, they call him Reese and Risend, whatever. Risend, Reese, Reese. Well, because it's shortened to Reese, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to go with Reese, with Reese right? Yeah. He kind of comes in. He's the bad guy, the seemingly bad guy. But yeah. it wasn't enough that I was like, I'm in love with you in the first book. It was a bit of a taste. It was a bit it was, of a taste. It was a little crumb. Yeah, a little, right. Little rat crumb, yeah. Book two, right, the first part of the book is centered a lot around Tamlin, right? You've you spent a lot of time with Tamlin in the second book, in the first part of it. And I've grown to, I hate Tamlin, yeah, right? Okay. Just. He's a Dane. Just, yeah, a Dane. Mm. And just so annoying and just pisses me off. There's nothing about him that I like or find attractive, right? Reese, on the other hand, though, like I've always, I'm, I've always been more inclined to Reese. Mm-hmm. And then at the point that where I'm at now he's like a part of the night the night court right the night court so he, and like dark hair yeah tall dark and handsome tall dark really. handsome yep. like yep. ripped tattoos like yep. <laughs> he's like the villain yeah in the book right and spoiler alert right and mm. I already knew this was coming that mm. like him and Freya have like a whole enemies to lovers thing mm-hmm. going on and it's really heating up right it's mm-hmm. this Sarah J Mass is taking slow burn to a whole new level, right? <laughs> but it's finally got to a point where I'm like, I don't want to put it down because yeah, okay. I just know that it's going to happen at yeah, any moment. Yeah, any minute now. Right? Any and I'm minute like, now. Let's and I'm getting go. little bits and pieces and I get little bits and pieces. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but I can, that's why people yeah. are like book one yeah. is shit. Because Tamlin's shit, right? It all yeah. comes down to the characters. So I'm assuming that something major happens with Reese and Freya in book two because everyone says that this is the best book in the series. Really? That's what I've seen a lot of, like that it's the best book. Yeah. All I'm hoping is that they, she doesn't ruin it for me. I think Sarah J Mass just, she takes a bit longer to like build things out, which I'll be patient with you. I will. Yeah. If it's worth my time. Right. Don't get my hopes up in book two and then shit on it for the rest of the series. Mm. So we'll see. But I think if book two ends like well and on a cliffhanger, then I'll just jump straight into book three. Will you? Yeah. They get real mighty thick though, don't they? I know, but it feels like such an accomplishment to read through it. It's a flex. It's a flex. I do actually want to get through that series and then I kind of want to start Crescent City. Yeah, I want to. Is that the. Um, everyone says that's just as good, if not better. Is that part of the throne, throne of glass? Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. 
Because yeah, you've got Akatar, so then you've got the Throne of Glass yeah, series. That's the one that I, and then Crescent City, I think, is separate. Right, okay. Yeah. Anyway, and apparently, I, I think they're all, all in the same world. Yeah, yeah, the same universe, yeah. See, I feel like I could... I love that. This is the thing, right? To get through the Akatar books, you have to let go of the fact of, like, I'll read some books because I know I'll read them quickly. Mm. And, like, I'm like, I'll enjoy it and I'll get through you it quickly and have, I can tick it off. You can't have, like, a goal. No. You just have to be ready to be reading little bits and pieces same, forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's my issue is that, like, I just want to churn through yeah. a book. You have to let that it go. be done. You have to let that go to get through this. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready. I'll let – anyway, I think so far I'm enjoying – during it but mm. i think it's about to get better so yeah mm. we'll see but i think i think that's it there we go another week you're welcome we guys. guys sorry it was like thanks but for being patient with us it's better than if we had to try to do this while yeah hungover. well i mean i don't think honestly i think i'm gonna hang up my boots for a bit in terms of fun stories okay well that's interesting because i've already made plans to go out christmas eve with who <laughs> Steph said yes to going out Christmas Eve and she was like, let's go to the Mosley, <laughs> right? And I was like, fucking sold because it's near my house, right? And then, as always, I'm trying to convince my cousins to come mm. to the Mosley. Mm. Um, that's the other side of the world for them. Yeah, I know, but that's on them. So I it, it's I have to play it by ear. Like That's what it's going to be dependent on if – christmas eve i'm like vibing it and i'm like i want to go out dancing then i'll go but if not then i won't go christmas eve is for watching the grinch oh no in christmas pajamas and being in bed by nine Nah, i'm i want to i like going i mean last year i went to the 36s on christmas eve right i like going out and doing something on christmas eve No, christmas eve is my new year's eve i don't have I don't. I just don't have a, a New Year's Eve. Sorry. Yeah, I don't do New Year's <laughs> Eve either. But yeah, right. Okay. Well, there you go. You will. You will and take I also want to go back to the Waradale on fun stories. Okay, I can. I can commit to that. Okay, cool. Okay. I want to do the Waradale. Okay. I've got my work Christmas show in a few weeks. Oh yeah, me too. But oh man, and we're going out afterwards too. You know where we're going? The Austral. <laughs> the Austral, <laughs> and then Roxy's rough. apparently. That's rough. What? I'll be there. Um, <laughs> I too am coming. <laughs> I am a sucker for a dance. Okay. That's all I want. Yeah. It's I've never been dance. to Roxy's. So. Mm, yeah. I shall see. I need to behave myself though. I can't get fired. Yeah. That's true. I just, what my downfall this weekend was mixing drinks. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I reckon give it a couple of weeks and you'll like, you're not going to go out and get drunk. Right. But you'll be down to go out and, and have a laugh. Yeah. You just got to rest. You need to hibernate yeah. for a little bit and then mm. you'll find. I need to finish my book. Yeah. It's fine. The sun will come out and you'll be like, fuck being inside. <laughs> true. So true. <laughs> oh, Alrighty. Have All a right. great week, everyone. Have the best time. Thanks for joining us. Um, Feel free to check us out on socials or even even leave us a, rev- a little star review a little star review goes a long way actually it does um and then it entitles you to a forehead kiss from the both of us oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah that if i was a high fae that would be like the highest compliment you could get in my court truly. a forehead kiss truly court of the foreheads court. all right <laughs> 
Love you. Bye. Bye bye.